This is Manuel James Delgado. You're listening to The Manny Show here on Shea Radio. I got me in the studio. And who else creeped in? The Pace Team. The Pace Team. <laughs> Dude, your guys' year is coming up. You're yeah, going to be leaving so this year. Yes. But it is how it is. <laughs> in, some, in some worlds, that would be very disrespectful. But not this one! <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> to leave... No, <laughs> it's been really cool having you guys. I was telling all those listening, uh, if this is your first time, uh, this is an English Christian broadcast that we do every, is it Thursday? Every Thursday, from 3.30 to 4.30. And hopefully what we do here is um, going to help equip and encourage and comfort you in the season that you are in. So, Jan... What do we got going on here this week? This week, we have something very interesting. I mean, we have every every week is interesting. Every week is interesting. But this week is a very nice topic. It's about, like, preparing for the bad times. Like, doing, you have good times. Like, it's building a fundament okay. that remains in bad times. Nice. So that you get carried through bad times. So, yeah. And we have a story about this. All right. It's going to be and interesting. And Lena. Yes. She will... Read it out for us. Thank yes. you. So it's in Luke 6, verse 46 to 49. All right. The wise and foolish builders. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? As for everyone who comes to me and hears my words and puts them into practice, I will show you what they are like. They are like a man building a house who dug down deep and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck that house, but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck that house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. Boom. Yeah, I. the first thing I thought about, like uh, reading this, yeah. or hearing now, is I had a, a children Bible when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And there was, there was also this story in there. And... Uh, there were those two men building a house and the one guy went to a nice beach like with like palm trees and sun and mm. ocean, all the stuff. And he built his house like directly at the water. So and the other man, he climbed up a mountain and, you know, like... This was in your children's book? Yes. He, That's cool. And he like carried all the stuff like up the mountain, like for pictures, you know, but like I remember very, very well, he like had to carry all the stuff up, you know, like all the wood and mm-hmm. for his house on the mountain to build the house there and then like the man down there was like laughing at him why are you so stupid carrying everything up there and Ooh. why are you making so much work I have so nice here with the sun the beach everything yeah. and then like the flood came and the mountain was like is higher than this beach and the house at the beach was like completely like floating away <laughs> and like on the, on the mountain was like standing there I was like yeah <laughs> was so stupid, you know, like it's not a very good children's book. <laughs> but I didn't say this, but this was like how, you how I interpreted interpreted oh, okay. the, the, the like 
Uh, they were... Oh, wow. So I need to tell my parents to move. They live by the beach. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, yeah, they should. Uh, you know, what I was thinking of right away is um, Tony Stark, Iron Man. His house was on the beach and it fell into the water. Ooh. In one of Iron Man 3, I think it was. Anyway, sorry. I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I, I like I like that story um, in the Bible. It's it's pretty straightforward, and and how he like starts off by, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and don't do what I say? You know, don't do any of my teaching. It's like, ooh, it's actually true. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like. And do you, do you have any th like thoughts about this or some, something that's like um, interesting for you? Something that you were like, because um, I know like for me it was always like um, the story is very clear. It's nothing like where you have to interpret something because it's clear. You build your life on Jesus, mm -hmm. and you have like a solid ground, or you build your life on something else, mm. and the life like your ground is not solid. So and um. Like, what kind of uh, uh, priorities might people have? Like, this is something for you to think about. Like, um, what kind of prior, prior, uh, priorities, sorry, uh, might the man have to choose? Like, why why are people building on um, bad ground? And why are people building on good ground? Or, like, I think yeah. we're never building 100% on good ground because we are still humans and we are like some kind of we choose a more comfortable way to do something or like we get distracted but like what are like priorities that we have to build a ground on like mm -hmm. honestly now what do you two think so Jesus is comparing the a man who hears and put into practice and a man who hears and does not put into practice Yeah. so I think that if we, we, we could change a bit the or add more words without changing the meaning, uh, it would be like one who hears my words and does not put in, or the one who hears my words, preach my words and uh, think that accepts these words as truth and think that believes in these words. And we could add many things. And in the end, still, if this person does not put into practice, it's like a foolish man who put the, yeah. the house mm -hmm. on the bad foundation mm -hmm. foundation yeah so i think that by adding this we can see that it's really important to to put into practice because basically we could be hearing the word reading uh praying preaching we could do so many things and jesus is just saying if you do not put into practice it doesn't matter how much you do or how much you like how much you how many things you do with my word, if you don't put into practice, that is the main thing, hmm. you'll be like a foolish man. So I think that that's something what I can take from, from this. Yeah. Yeah. Building foolishly. What about you, Lena? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think I, I think Daniel already said the most. I don't mm. know. <laughs> I immediately thought like the, the guy who built the house on a like no foundation or a bad foundation he's just like being lazy or i don't know yeah i was thinking lazy too yeah yeah because i don't know also maybe like while he built it it didn't seem like he needed a foundation because everything was good so he was like why would i like need a deep foundation when like it's sunny and like whatever like when we 
keep using that picture of building a house. Yeah. Because maybe it's good times and then you like don't feel like you need to invest in your foundation and then other times like bad times come, like the storm comes and then you're missing the foundation, yeah. but you before you didn't know that you needed it. Yeah, it was like a different type of lazy because I mean he built a house. Yeah. So he wasn't lazy in that circumstance. But but I think he was lazy in looking to the future and and building something that can handle all circumstances. Yeah. And maybe even building something that like, oh, I would like my family to have this house after I move on, so I better make sure that I build it on a strong foundation. This person that built on no foundation didn't think of that stuff. He just built. So that's kind of what I, I got out of it. Yeah. Like, actually, I thought also about the story of Joseph a bit. Yeah. When he was in Egypt and they had like the seven good years. Mm. He was also like, we have to prepare. Like, as yeah. long as we have the the resources to mm -hmm. like, to store them or like to um, plan with them, like for bad times, we should do this. Yeah. And it's the same. Like, even if, like, now to break it down for our personal time or for my personal time, I, I realized like, When I have good times, I need God. And if I have bad times, I also need God. It's, it's not like that I'm just like, okay, now I have a good time, so now I can stop going to church. Now I can. <laughs> right. And then I'm bad again, I'm like, okay, I go to church again. <laughs> And I'm happy. You know you know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah, working like totally. this. You always need like this fundamental. It's like easier mm -hmm. to build in a good time when you don't have any th things that block your mind. You know, if, I, if you have like uh, a lot of stress and things around you that are distracting you, it's hard to get a fundament. So you have to build it like in a time where you can um where you can like grab things and uh in your mind and where you can like actually work on this. Mm -hmm. Because you have like the time and the resources and your mental It's interesting that you share the story of Joseph because you know they, they stored this the seven good years, right? And they they stored so much that they stopped keeping count of how much But the seven bad years, it never talks about Egypt running out of resources to help the people. But it does talk about the people running out of resources to pay for the food. They got so desperate and they had nothing else to give. They started selling themselves for work as to be manual labor because they had no, no more things to trade for supplies to make food. <laughs> like they thought, Joseph really thought ahead. Yeah. To the point where, like, they outlasted that seven-year drought. Yeah, so, like... That's pretty intense. Yeah, so, like, we can we can uh, think about, like, mm. in good times, we have to be aware of that bad times mm. can always come. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, it's nothing like a, it's not like a law that we have seven good years and seven bad years, and we can, like, plan with this. No. But, like, sometimes they come unexpected. Mm. So, and, so we should be aware of that in the good times, we have to... Um, like equip ourselves and build a fundament that's like mm -hmm. it can us it can keep us in our spirit yeah. safe during mm -hmm. this time so that we not get attacked. Cool, nice. Yeah, should we, we play, play a song? song? Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elevation Worship just came out with a new album. I'm gonna play one of their songs. Play one of their songs called Praise, featuring Brandon Lake. He's good. <laughs> He is good. Here you go. Huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Makes you want to just get up on the table here and dance, huh? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, this was actually a great song. <laughs> I think it's awesome. <laughs> All right, if you're just joining us, this is the Manny Show on Shay Radio. And, and Manny is really energetic. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> Holy shit! Really, the Manny Show today. <laughs> I'm purposely trying to like uh, not talk because. I'm super hyper today, and I can like a if I want. I want to hear from you also. <laughs> okay, let's go. Shall I continue, guys? Please do so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Until now, we talked about the fundament that we have in Jesus, and we had the story of the two people building their homes. On one builds on rock, and the other one builds on sand. Shifty sand. Yes, and the shifty sand <laughs> is not good. So it the home disappeared. Yeah, sad, mysterious, and like <laughs> <laughs> so, no. But this is what we're talking about, and I think we all know that Jesus is the rock. Yes. And the shifty sand is like whatever else we can use to have in the center of our life. Mm, come on. And now uh, it gets it's getting more like away from the story, more about the topic of choosing a fundament and mm. building it and how we can do this in a proper way. Yeah. So, first of all, how are we choosing, or how are you guys here in this studio choosing your fundament? I think a good question to, like, elaborate on this for us to try and answer is, did we find ourselves 
choosing a different foundation before and what made us change it now? Is that what you mean? Yeah, like kind of like um. Or if have we changed? Yeah, like it or <laughs> like what? What like I can say that we all are Christians here, so I think we all have Jesus or Daniel or Fanon. Yeah, maybe Daniel not because you answer that question. Oh no, yeah, I'm not Christian. I'm Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my goodness wow <laughs> my yes anyway okay. yeah like um what is our what makes us build our fun like on jesus christ why like and mm. what what are we getting from this what are our like yeah okay. why, why do we say for ourselves this is good to do okay yeah yeah daniel christian oh i mean daniel <laughs> can you answer that <laughs> mm. I think that uh, is it the phrase in English trial and error? Trial and error, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I like that, yeah. Uh, because I think that, let's say, uh, if I'm in a good time in my life, I'll put an example like just me and a friend. We're having a great time, uh, and I see that I love this friend, and oh, God puts His love in me, and it's easy to love my friend. But then. Um, just this friend's doing stuff I don't like and it's bothering me and stuff like mm. this. Will I still be loving him or will I just easily give up? Mm. So I think that in situations like this, we can see where were our foundation because... Ooh, that's a good angle. What's the foundation of our friendships mm. and relationships? Yeah. Oof. So... Come on. I think that's a good example. Like, because then when it happens that, if it happens that, yeah, then I just push this friend away, then I can, I can see that actually my love for him wasn't completely like uh, a godly love, like God putting this love in me, you know? Mm. But uh, because I didn't forgive him. So. So I think that because of this, I can see, like, that's what I meant by trial and error, is that I something like this can happen, and then I can see, oh, actually, my foundation was not where I thought it was. Like, it wasn't all God doing things. I was, um, yeah, I don't know if, if you understood. And then the next time, next friendship, or even the same friendship, like, I will be more solid with... Uh, a godly love, and if something bad happened, I will be able to forgive, I will be able to restore this relationship just because my foundation is now in Jesus and not uh, in whatever it was before. Yeah, now you also answered already the second question a bit, like how can we prove if our fundament is um, if it's like rock or sand, like by just if something happens, like the way how we, how we react, like how Godly, are we reacting? Then we can see, like, okay, our fundament wasn't that rock solid, or it was. If we can be okay like this, mm-hmm. for example, if we are like, oh, oh, this decision was hard, or like forgiving this friend was hard, but I did, or I like, I saw it was right to do because God would do. That we know, like, our fundament is in the right spot. Anything else to say to this? Lena, anything? I don't know. I was thinking before that we, like, building our foundation, that's also something that doesn't just happen. Like, I thought we 
like it's really something you have to be aware of and i don't know if everybody is aware of that that we like have to build our foundation because of course like yeah it's it's good to like no i don't know how to say that no (laughs) 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 no i i think like that was what i was thinking that you have to be aware of that and to be like okay um maybe right now i don't feel like reading in the bible or like spending time with god because i rather do something else or i'm busy or i feel good right now but then i think it takes that awareness to be like okay but i want to build a foundation for my life and for the future and for my relationships and everything um so i think it's good to talk about it because i don't know if like everybody is like every day aware of that yeah I have a two-part answer, but a question for you, and I'll do my part first so you have time to think about the answer for this question. But uh, I thought right away, God's filter. And that was the theme for this women conference. I don't know if you were able to hear any of it, but you can think about it and see if this makes sense for what we're talking about. But what I was thinking is that if we want to be able to, you know, assess or figure out trial and error, I love that phrase, Daniel, uh, assess that what that what we're doing is built on the foundation of Jesus. I think the fruit of the Spirit is, for me, a really good filter. So you can say, okay, is what I'm doing, is it showing love and joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and the rest of the fruits? And then you can say, yeah, you know, I'm seeing these results in what I'm doing. So that could be a, a good way of assessing God's filter is the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Lena, do you remember anything from it? Did it? Does it make sense? Because I wasn't there. I just thought of God's yeah. filter, so I don't know if it has anything to do with this. But yeah, I don't know. I it's some time ago now, and I also I took pictures, so I was a bit distracted <laughs> the whole time. But I don't know because I think also the the bottom line of this like God's filter is like God's thoughts about us and God's mm. truth. So I think it kind of perspective. Yeah. Okay. I think it kind of fits in like <gasps> we God's could stretch truth. it. It's our foundation, but I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts on that were. No, because yeah, I, I wasn't there. So, but yeah, the whole identity <laughs> thing. I mean, we could straight. What are we building our identity on? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's, stretch. Anyways, I mean, it's part of this. Yeah, you could say that. So yeah, but okay. I have another question. Mm. It's like, how can we build the perfect fundament? Or like. Okay, of course, now we can say, yeah, okay, with God, whoa, radio over. So, but, like, we yeah. want to do more specific, like, how can we do it? Yeah. So, using the fruit of the Spirit example, I think that is by seeing what, in which parts are we lacking or... Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because then, it, then I can see, like... Uh, if I'm always concerned, like I can't, I'm, I don't have a peace. Uh, what can I do to solve this? How can I, uh, how can God change this area in my life? And then we, like, build a foundation on this area, you know? Because I, th- I think that the others, if it's, uh, if we have like self-control, let's say, like. Yeah, we are really good in this. Like this, the Holy Spirit is uh, like changed us a lot in this mm, area. Yeah, we know that our foundation here is good, but then there's always something that we are missing, and I think that 
at least for me that's that's the way I see that it's easy to fix our flaws it's like I like, I, yeah. I like how they actually pour foundation before they build so they don't just pour it mm-hmm. but they they like they like uh, skim it you know like so that it's level but then they they let it like semi dry to see if there's too many holes pocket holes air bubbles yeah. and if there is they they pop them and then they pour another layer on that so it fills those gaps before they say okay now it can fully dry and now we can build on it yeah. and that's kind of like weird you know like in, the spirit yeah i also thought about like a analogy which i heard from a wise man it was Tom and City Church, but <laughs> and uh, it's I call it. Uh, we can discuss that wise part. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Tom, <laughs> I call it uh, the wolf, beaver, deer, river theory. The what? Wolf, beaver, deer, river theory. Whoa! And it's like this: that uh, if you have an ecosystem somewhere, and uh, there are wolves, deers, beavers, and there's a river, and, uh, and trees. Okay. I don't know if you know what this or this are like things that are growing and stuff. <laughs> Faroe Islands. <laughs> but uh, like, and um, then are humans, and they are like, okay, the wolf might be dangerous. Let's shoot all the wolves. And then they are shooting all the wolves. And then the beavers and the deers, they start, the population goes up mm. because there is no wolf eating them or like scaring them. So they go up, they eat all the trees, they cut down all the trees. And uh, then the river, like the trees are like holding the river uh, or like the shore. Mm-hmm. And because there are no trees anymore, like like um, uh, landslides and stuff yeah. are more common and everything goes like completely like over the top. Yeah. And then the humans are like, okay, we have to put wolves back because the wolves are like eating the beavers, eating the deers, like, and the deers and beavers are eating the trees. Mm-hmm. So like they have, have to put something back in or have to put something in to stable like one part, but like there's a chain reaction mm-hmm. and this is like stabling... All the other things, you know? Yeah. And this is like, no, I want to make my point. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> Where is this going, bro? It's no, going that, um, <laughs> as Daniel said, if you have like one specific thing where you can put God in our life, mm. like then at le- first, just this thing, this area in our life gets like more stable. But by doing this, it will automatically go like in other areas as well because you will realize this is working. God mm. is actually... Um, doing something so we will allow God to go in other areas as well and help us there and so like from just one small part in our life it will go it will grow like through like everything as like the chain reaction and yeah, yeah. we will get a fundament it's like solid and stable it's yeah. good man I like that save the wolves yes <laughs> I, I I have something that I want us to think about I'm going deeper when it comes to what we're building on this foundation but we'll play a song, and then we'll come right back. And we're going to play your song, Lena. Oh, that's great. Build that's a, a great house. Song. Yes, here we go. Build a house. I'm building, but the walls, they take forever. I guess I painted over wallpaper instead of scraping it off. I'm filling. Thought it would be easier to cover up holes by hanging pretty things on the wall. I had to do a little bit of undoing to do it right. 
So this discussion has been pretty interesting, huh? It is. Yes. I forgot where we stopped before the song. You said, like, I want to say something, but I'll put a song before. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole, like, um, to be continued. Yeah. yeah. It was the wolf, beaver, deer, forest. That, yeah, that was your analogy. And that we need that balance in yeah. our life that God yeah. gives us in different areas of our life. And we, if we use him in those areas, yeah. then... Going back to the foundation, we'll have yeah. a complete foundation to build on because it yes. has Jesus in it all. So we were just talking about how to like um, know if we're building the perfect foundation. How yeah, we can... so you need some wolves in your garden. Yeah, we need some... And beavers. And, be and deers. And, <laughs> and a river. And then you have the perfect balance, guys. And, <laughs> and you're totally awesome. No. Totally awesome. No, now we will continue. Yeah. And Manuel, 
is excited. So excited. He's so attentive no, to it, say it just, something. When, when we got this teaching and pace, uh, pace movement, we do a lot of mentoring and, and teaching and putting this teaching into practice. I, that's what I love about the teaching. It's, it's, uh, it's um, what do you call it? Like tangible teaching that we can actually put into practice. And this one really spoke to me a lot. And um, it was a teaching about um, the foundation to build a house, foundation to build like a store or a public building of some sort, and, and then a foundation to build a skyscraper. Okay? Now, I'm not debating that the foundations are different when it comes to that some are Jesus and some aren't. Just imagine that all three of these buildings have Jesus as the foundation. What's the difference, do you think? You had some thoughts on that. Yeah, Yeah, my thoughts were like, um, if you build a house, like a normal house, like when I look outside on the, other, on the other side of the road and I see a house, like just a normal house, the fundament is like, I don't know how thick, but it's like, it's there. Yeah. But it's not that much. It's just there. It has to carry a house and sometimes people go in, you, you live there, you know, your family maybe, you get some visitors. So, it's just a house. But if you build like a a school, uh, wait, no, wait, I have to finish this. Because in, <laughs> compared, in like, uh, in like to make the draw the line to Jesus, it's like, you have like your own faith, you have like your own relationship to God, and yeah, it's just there. Okay. It's, not, it's like solid, but like nothing special. Mm -hmm. If you build like a school or like a store or something, is a public building, mm -hmm. then people will, like, a lot of people will go in and out and you will meet a lot of people and so you need a thicker um, fundament, also mm -hmm. in Jesus, like, because people will attack you, not attacking, but you will get, mm -hmm. like, in discussions, if you are, like, more visible, you will get, like, in trouble sometimes, like, not here, but, like, in other countries maybe, you know, mm -hmm. you will get, like, into some problems. And so to face them, if it's, like, um, just more stress for yourself because you have more responsibilities or... You have to um, have more things in mind, or you have to like to think about a lot of things. You need more Jesus, like mm. or a thicker fundament, to carry all of this. And if you build a skyscraper, they are so high, like I think the highest is like eight hundred meters or something. Something crazy. It's like, and if there's wind, like, oh, <laughs> you know, like it's more wind. It's hard to build. I just yesterday I saw like a small documentary about it that they actually needed to make. Um, concrete, but they need a special type of concrete because it's in Dubai. It's very hot, oh, yeah. and so the concrete is um, drying faster, like than maybe here. But they had, but they had needed a pump to pump it up there, and the way is very long, and they need a special pump mm. to pump the special concrete up there, and it was just crazy. And I was like, now it makes sense because um, if you build a skyscraper, it's very comparable to go to go to a country maybe where Christians get persecuted and Oof. to talk, uh, make mission work there maybe, you know? There are a lot of things that you have to keep in mind, like what type of messenger do you use? Who's uploading pictures of you? You know, you mm. have a lot of things you have to be aware of. And so you need like a lot of Jesus like for like the outside work, like okay. for the outside around you in your atmosphere, like people around you and stuff, but also for your inside because it's, I think it's very hard and very... 
um, exhausting spiritually mm -hmm. to be in a country where no, basically no Christians are living and you talk to the people you have to hide all the time from some from the government or from the police or whatever because they could just take you and put you in prison so and then you really like a huge fundament you know mm -hmm. so that's what I thought about it what about you guys what are your thoughts on this analogy I think it's something similar is that the um, depending on where you are at, like what challenges you have, you need more. Like you need a special, uh, you need like because we all need God. Yeah. But if you are just on a like just around good people and there are not not so many challenges, you don't have a solid or like you have a good foundation. Mm -hmm. Like, but uh, you don't have like a that thick one, you know. But if you are in a place that people are like against Christians or something like this, mm. you need something even thicker. You need like uh, you need more of God to like be able to survive on, yeah. on this, survive spiritually. So yeah, that's yeah. what I. That's yeah. also very good. I like that, Lena. Yeah, I was just uh, thinking like in addition to what um, the guys already said, I think. We should also say that it's not bad to have the foundation for just a normal house. Exactly. Because like maybe that's what fits most with the vision for your life yeah. or with what God put you in or also like everybody starts somewhere. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's normal that if you just are maybe new in faith and just started getting to know Jesus, then of course your foundation is not the one of a skyscraper or of a store or whatever. But mm -hmm. it, if, yeah you invest in it, then it can always get there. Like if you invest in that relationship to Jesus, then your foundation is getting thicker. Yeah. And that's the thing, I think, where there's the difference between like a foundation, like a real foundation of like a house or something, and then the spiritual foundation that we have in Jesus, that our foundation in Jesus can, like is always growing over time because yeah. our relationship is always growing over time. Mm -hmm. And it's always getting like firmer and thicker yeah. over time when yeah. you when we really invest in mm -hmm. that relationship yeah it's really good and it's very important to know that yeah yeah as long as you're building whatever god has put on your heart to build on him then then that's what you should be using your life and your passions and everything on um what what i learned from this analogy was that you know each of these foundations, the the houses, the family, and and the network around you, and you know, you want to make sure you build a foundation in a home where they come in and they experience the presence of God, and that's that's amazing because whoever experiences that, who knows what they do with that experience? Your kids, for example, I love the scripture. It says that if you raise your children in the ways that they should go, when they get older, they'll come back to it. You never know what your kids are going to go through. You can do the best given the best of everything. Um, but you, in the end, it's their decision of how they're going to live their, their adult life, right? So you just create an atmosphere, build your house on an atmosphere that people experience the presence of God. And that's amazing. Then you got the, the, the store one, and that's where, you know, you want to make, you, you want to make a difference in society. You, you want to be able to reach the people around you. Um, and so, so you build a store because you have... You know, I, I I work in this area with marketing. So these these people they they start a store of like say clothing because they have an eye for fashion. They love 
to help people look nice, you know, and whatever else, you know, it's the thing that you are passionate and you're talented about and whatever that is, if you build it on the foundation of Jesus, then it will go well and it will bless those that come into that and that experience the talent that God has given you to share with them. Um, and then there's the skyscraper. Um, and the skyscraper, of course, is huge. Everyone sees it. But the funny thing is that I can say, uh, unless you Google it right now, most of the skyscrapers, even in the local places that you come from, you don't remember who built them, but they're still there. Some of these skyscrapers, they've been here for like a few generations. Like in New York, you know, the Empire State's building. I don't know who built that, but it's there. And when it was first built, the businesses that used it, they're not there anymore. It's being used for something else. The building is still there though. So skyscraper can be like, what are you building for the kingdom of God that can leave a legacy even when you move on? That it wasn't dependent just on you because it was a kingdom of God thing that you did and you built it so that other generations can be blessed by it. Each one takes a certain amount of character. Mm. And that's why the foundation actually re represents our character. And what kind of character do you need to invest in so that you can take care of a family? What kind of character do you need to invest into Jesus so that you can use your talents to bless people around you? But what kind of character do you need to build something that, that when you move on, it will still continue to bless people and build God's kingdom? Each one is thicker. Each one maybe looks like to me that it takes longer uh, to make the foundation so maybe you need to invest in your character a little bit deeper before you go into these other areas of your lives that you say, oh, I want to, you know, I want to help spread the gospel all over the world. And I want to do this, 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 and that, but you can't even take care of your family. <laughs> you know, I think you need to make sure that you have the character that can take care of what God has given you now and invest in your character and, and make sure it's rooted in Christ Jesus before you start moving on to these other crazy adventures. So that, that, that was the, the analogy I just wanted to like kind of. It makes sense. Yeah, I think yeah, about it. And this is a good one. Like it's easy and mm. yeah, nothing to say against it, I guess. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's nice to know. <laughs> cool. We'll play a song, come back and uh, wrap it up and do some prayer time. Yes. We have a few more questions though. Yeah, but yeah. Very cool. All Play right. Some stuff. Build my life. Notice that two songs now are about building. Oh, because it goes with the theme. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Wow. Build My this. Life by Pat Barrett. Here you go. Worthy of every song we could ever sing. Worthy of all the praise we could ever Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe, we live for you. Oh, we live for you. Jesus, the name above every other name. Jesus, the only one who could ever save. Worthy of every breath we could ever. We live for you, 
Good song. And it's yeah. awesome. Actually, if you would, if you change the um, the beginning letters of the name, it's Bad Parrot. Build <laughs> my life by Bat Parrot. <laughs> wow. Okay. Why were you thinking about this? What? Why were you? Thinking I saw about smoke it? coming out of his ears. So I was like, <laughs> he was, he was I was really. Like, I gotta find something. <laughs> no, it, was just, it was just a revelation right now. Just but, wanted to um, before we jump into some other questions. Uh, wanted wanted to like just encourage those that were listening and the analogy that we gave that that. Um, it, it, and Lena brought a really good point. Imagine if everyone just built skyscrapers. <laughs> and that is so true because at the, oh, what, what would you call it? Like at the core of the body of Christ is families. And without healthy families, without healthy homes, who will build these other things? Yeah. And, and do it the right way. If you don't start off by having a healthy family, you know, like I said earlier, like, what makes you think you can build a skyscraper or even a store for that matter and it be healthy? Yeah. So we want to make sure that you all know that if you are investing in a family, you 
are amazing <laughs> and keep it up. You don't have to build a skyscraper because the family is the backbone of everything and, and we need healthy families. And that's why society is falling apart because we don't see the right eternal value investment in families. So thank you, Lena. Yeah, and eternal value is the bullet point Oh. For the next passage, are you going to read? see how we did that transition? It was smooth, criminal. <laughs> wow. Okay, Lena, let's go. It's First Corinthians three, um, ten to thirteen. Yes. By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as a wise builder, and someone else is building on it. But each one should build with care, for no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay or straw, their work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each person's work. Mm. We will not talk about the differences between fire here, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but we talk about this passage now. Yeah. So, and um, we could... Talk about like we could talk about like more generally, and what does that mean? Like, just break down because like it's a very like, um, what's it called? Like a really like the language that is used is like a bit like mysterious. Mm -hmm. So, can we um, untie this knot of words? to make it more understandable, or like easier understandable for people like who are just listening and cannot read it right now. So who wants to try? Yeah. Go for it. Now, I don't know. Like now I'm, I'm thinking about what other meanings it could have because usually what I think about the works being tested by fire, I think about... Uh, Like situations will test our our yeah. like how are we? So like if something someone comes all aggressive to you, how will you respond? Like will you have self control or you will be just attacking back and like saying bad words as well? And so that's what I think. But probably there are other other views in it. So I what I the way I see this is how. Like the fire is like situations and how we will react to each one of these. Mm. Yeah, and this also fits with you. Like in the beginning you said like um, about the friendship, if a friend is doing something bad. I mean, yeah. this is like basically the same. Like, you know, it's a situation and if you build your fundament like with the rock, which also is like, or like with the material, it's like yeah. resistant against fire. Like your... Um, you will be like, okay, calm down, calm down, you have a bad day. Shh. You know, like, this mm. person, that person will be like, okay, he's nice. Like, not not like not that easy, but like, in the end, it is like more de-escalating and stuff and loving and godly. But if you build like your, um, your house with like just hay and stuff, and then like the fire, like a situation comes where you are like in a, in trouble or something and you are going with the trouble and you are like, as you said, like, you know, insulting back and mm. fighting back, then it's basically burning and the fundament is not good. Mm -hmm. so. um, 
But what I, what I get out of this passage too, and it's just a good thing to remember, because all of what you're saying is 100% true about like, uh, when it, when, whatever you're building, whatever you're investing in, it will be tested in the here and now. But this is also talking about like, what are you doing that has eternal value? Um, it has nothing to do with your faith in Jesus, because it says here that all the works that you do, that you supposedly do for the kingdom of God, um, it will be tested. And if it burns away, you yourself will be saved, but it will be like just escaping the fire of hell. So it's, it's not about your faith in Jesus. So please, like, don't feel bad if you realize what you've been investing in your life. It is actually not what God wants you to do, but you love Jesus, he can work with that. And, you know, you have a relationship with him. So you should never, you know, judge your faith based on your works all the time. Although your faith will inspire you to do good works, like it says yeah. in James. But what it's talking about here is why are you doing what you're doing? You know, because I've read of loads of people that had a great ministry and hundreds, if not thousands of people were blessed by it but they did it for selfish ambition, you know? And Paul says, you know, some people, they build or they preach the gospel out of selfish ambition, but what do I care as long as the gospel is being preached? <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just about like, <clears throat> from what I can see here, is what you're doing, you know, giving all glory to God? Is what you're doing pointing people 100% to Jesus? Are you doing it for your own fame and for your own glory and stuff like that? So I think that's what I get out of it as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think, just, I think the passage is just great because mm. it is also fitting, like, because, um, where, from where I'm from in Germany, we have, like, an old Roman city. Ooh. And they still, like, find, like, a lot of fundaments. Yeah. And I thought about, like, writing this topic about this, like, wow, actually so cool. nice that, you like after like thousands of years, like thousand, two thousand years, almost. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can still find like the fundaments. You know, they are mm. still there. Yeah. Because they are built like solid, like. So, yeah, it's, it, like it's not eternal because like in some thousands of years maybe the st stones will turn to dust and stuff. But mm. still, you know, like it's eternal for like, mm. and so we should also build, try to build like eternal. Yeah, fundament that's like, yeah. like it's something people after us can also build on because like a church is like a work of many people. Like many churches are like um, existing for many gen generations because people build like on what other people build. But it's just possible if what people build is good. Yeah. Because if there's a church and they build on wrong stuff, then when people try to build on that, it just falls apart. Yeah. Then they have to start again and again and again. So we should be. We should build something what people after us can yeah. still use. Exactly. And I think it's also uh, important to to tell the listeners and also to remind us that it's not that str stressful in the way that like, uh-oh, I can't build anything until I know that I know that I know, you know, because it's that simple that you just want to express your faith. You just want to build something that has eternal value. And Jesus says, I come to give life and life to the fullest. Amen? Yeah. And so I would just like to use the rest of this time just praying for those listeners 
to encourage them. Uh, yes. I don't want this to be a message that just tears them down and says everything that I've done has been wasted. No, no. no God no. can use you and all that you've done and, and, and multiply it and make it so much better. Yeah, and sometimes God is like working, or often God is mm -hmm. like working or it's like using us without us even knowing. Yeah. So like, it's not like you have to do this, you have to go to church, no. you have to go to whatever, Germany, France, and talk about God. Mm. It's not what we want to. Yeah. Like, so and now I want to pray. Yeah. Like, go for it, bro. So, uh, close your eyes, but not in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so, but like, if you're at home, no, just kidding. So, but uh, yeah, God, I thank you for your word and for the things you give us to improve our lives because you love us so much you send us you sacrifice your son for us and you send us a helper the Holy Spirit to activate like our faith in us and mm. it can it is so powerful and we can or we should build our life on you and I want you to help us and if there's anyone out there who is like kind of unsure about this or um, feels a bit like um, unstable in, in his life right now or like it's not going where the life is it's not knowing where the life is like going or it feels like a ship in a storm thrown around and I wanted to take these people and uh, give them peace in their heart and give them like a clear sight and like a um, yeah be a light on the way and show them that you are like real that you are like someone who is like um, faithful and trustworthy and a strong fundament yeah. that is stronger than like all the troubles and all the things that try to push us off our road so yeah I just felt like I wanted to remind those out there, you brought it up, Jan, in, in your prayer, that you are going through a storm right now, and you're wondering, uh, is what I'm doing even the right thing because of the storm around you? And I feel like God is, is, is saying to remember His promises that He gave you. Hold on to those promises um, that He has um, a purpose for you, not to harm you but to give you hope and a future, the Bible says. And it goes on to say that if they will call me by name and pray to me, I will hear them and answer them. And so God just wants to remind you that he gave you promises. Hold on to those, proclaim those, call out to him right now, pray to him and he will respond. He will be right there for you. Just because you're going through a storm doesn't mean what you did was wrong or what you did was not the right way. It just means you're going through a storm. And we're not, uh, we don't want to be like the waves tossed and churned just by the winds, but we want to hold fast. We want to be strong and deep-rooted in the foundation that we started off with, and that's Jesus. Jesus Christ who gives life and life to the, full, to the fullest. So Holy Spirit, come to those people right now and fill them with your encouragement and comfort right now. And put the words on their lips to pray to you, God, so that you can respond right now. Thank you, Jesus.
Can you close us in prayer? Sure. Yeah, Jesus, I want to pray for um, yeah all the listeners now and for the rest of the day. Please just um, bless everyone, yeah, wherever they are um, and whatever they do. And uh, please just show us that you're always one step ahead and that you're always with us um, because that's promised in your word. And please just um, yeah provide in every single detail for everybody who's here, everybody who's listening. And please just yeah bless this day and let people leave this um, yeah radio show inspired and encouraged. Amen. 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 All right. Yeah. See you next week. <laughs> Take care, yo. As always, if you need any more prayer or you want to talk more about this, find us on social media. We'd love to get a cup of coffee, tea, or whatever, and sit and pray and share life. Exactly. Be blessed. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs>